0: Hey, hey, skinny peeps. Good afternoon. Welcome to The Skinny with Jesus. Today is Friday, September 7th, 2018. My name is Bevan Caramello. I am the founder of this podcast and I am going to be the one walking us through it today. I am so, so glad you're here. Like you heard me say a second ago, today is a Friday. I'm sorry for that. I like to uh, try to have this out midweek. Usually, I try to get a new episode out, um, oh, every Tuesday or Wednesday at the latest, but we've been having some technical difficulties, and so we've been trying to work around those, and I think we are getting things ironed out. So, no worries. Here we are. We are smack dab at the beginning of a brand new series. I always... Love that feeling of starting a brand new series with you guys uh, just to see what's in store, what's ahead for us. What does God have for us next? We just wrapped up our Keep Choosing Him series, which pretty much took us all the way through summer. It was uh, such a great time in the Word of God this summer with you guys. I really enjoyed it. And we are now headed into a new one called Hey Jude, where you guessed it, we are going to be making our way through the book of Jude. And for most of you, you probably know, or maybe you're learning right now and you're going to be surprised by it, but Jude is an extremely short book of the Bible. It's only one chapter. So there's no such thing as like Jude 2 6 or Jude 5 7 or even Jude 1 8. When you hear them talk, when you hear anybody refer to Jude, they just say Jude 2 or Jude 12 because that's the verse, because it's only one chapter. So every time you hear a number following Jude, that's the verse that we're talking about. But you know what? Even though it's short, God has been showing me over the last few weeks as I've been preparing for this series just what a packed little book. This is. And so I am really excited to get started on this series. Jude was actually the brother of Jesus. Okay. So he was also the son of Mary and Joseph. We know Joseph is the earthly father who raised Jesus. His actual father is God. He is the son of God, born of the Virgin Mary. Jude had the same earthly parents. Okay. And uh, also, uh, Jude was the brother of James. That was Jesus's other brother. Um, We know that because Jude tells us um, here that he's also the, he's the brother of James. And so James and Jude, the two brothers of Jesus. We are going to be learning quite a bit actually in just this this short book of the Bible. It's in the New Testament, at the very back, second to the last book, right before you hit Revelation. Um, we're going to be talking about some big things. We're going to be um, talking about what it looks like to be um, approached with false teaching or false prophets. We're going. Jude is going to um, really compel us to understand what it is to have been entrusted with the good news. Of the gospel, okay. We're going to learn how it how we defend with all our might what is most precious to us. We're going to have to look that in the face. What is most precious to us? I think one of the big themes of Jude is that we're going to learn and and begin to recognize here is that our battles are not against flesh and blood. And Jude addresses that head on, where we hear that we are really in um, a spiritual war at all times. And then, you know, that there's a real enemy out there who seeks to twist and distort the Word of God. So just to name a few, those are some some things that we are going to look at over the next few weeks. But first and foremost, before we get to any of that, we are going to have to wrap our minds around a a few simple truths here that start us off. I'm just going to read verse one for us. Okay. Verse one, that is all we are unpacking today. One verse. I told you it's an action packed little book. It says Jude one. He says, Jude, a servant of Jesus Christ and a brother of James. There we go. That's the James we were just talking about. He says, to those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. Okay, let's stop right there. Verse 1, because right here, we need to know, we need to realize this is who we are, okay? Right here, when when Jude writes, he says, to those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. Do you realize this is who you are? Do you realize that this was written to you? Okay? Because if not, if we don't take that in right there, we are going to miss what God has for us here. We're going to miss the whole point of this letter. You can't read Jude and be thinking that it was only meant for Christians way back then, okay, or meant for other believers, but somehow it just doesn't apply to you. That's not how we're going to read this letter. As we go through this series, we've got to remember right here up front, Jude writing this letter, he says, to those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father and kept by Jesus Christ. Three things right there. So let's break them down. One, to those who have been called. This letter was written to those who have been called. This is you. If nobody's ever told you that before, let me be the first. It's a privilege. This is you. You have been called, okay? Ephesians 2.10 Tells us, it says, for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. If you are a follower of Christ and you're still breathing, He has work for you to do. Works that were created in advance. For you to do. They were created before you were ever even created. He knew what he wanted for your life. He had a plan for you. Okay. He has work for you to do. You are not too old. You are not too young. You are not too new to your faith. Okay. You're not too damaged. You haven't sinned so badly that he can't use you. Right. You, you are not so good at being bad that his grace doesn't cover it, and that his blood can't wash you clean. Wrap your minds around it. Those are all lies from the enemy to keep you crippled and feeling like you're not capable or accomplished enough or faithful enough or good enough to do the works that God has called you to do. But those are lies. Got it? Okay. That's the first thing. Second thing that we learn in this verse. Jude 1. You are loved by God. Loved by God. Believe it, sister. Believe it, brother. We know this one by heart. This is where we're headed next. John 3:16. What does it tell us? You guys know this one. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but what? have eternal life. Right there, that is our love letter from God. You are loved by God. And how do you know that you are loved by God? Because he laid down the life of his son for you. Okay, what about this one? a verse you may not know quite as well. I love it. That was John 3.16. Now you guys turn with me if you've got your Bibles handy to 1 John 3.16, further into the New Testament, closer to Jude, in fact, almost to Jude. We see 1 John 3.16. Listen to this one. I'm gonna read it for us. This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. Right there, we know what love is because God chose us. He chose to show us. Jesus showed us what love was when He laid down His life for us. And then in another place, a little bit further down, the next chapter in First John, chapter four, verse 19 tells us that we love because God first loved us you guys catch that? The reason we even know how to love is because God first loved us. He loved us before we ever chose to love him back. Okay. Back to our verse in Jude, Jude one, to those who have been called, that's number one, who are loved by God, the father. That's number two. We just hit that one. Number three. And kept by Jesus Christ to those who have been called, who are loved by God the Father, and kept by Jesus Christ. Number three, you and I are kept by Jesus. I love the King James Version of this verse because right there where it says that we are kept by Jesus Christ, the King James Version uses the word preserved, that we are preserved by Jesus the NLT says "We uh, that we are kept safe in the care of Jesus Christ. You guys, Jesus is our shepherd and we are his sheep. Think about that for a second. What is the primary job of the shepherd? Do you know? In a field full of sheep, what is the role of the shepherd? It's to protect and guard the lives of his sheep, right? I mean, back then they didn't have huge barns that they could usher the sheep into at night to protect them from wolves or lions or bears, protect them from the elements. The shepherd would have to guide the sheep further down the mountain if it was getting too cold. Guide the sheep down the mountain to where the grass wasn't covered by snow so that the sheep could still eat when it was winter, when it was cold outside. The shepherd would lead them to the to the food. But most importantly, the shepherd protected their lives right there. We're preserved by Jesus. The sheep are preserved by the shepherd. I want to read a verse for you guys in First Peter. It's First Peter um, chapter five, verse eight. Says, your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. You guys get the imagery there? That lion, that is the enemy prowling around looking to devour what? What is a lion looking to devour? Those sheep. But we don't have to be afraid because we are kept by Christ, we are preserved by Christ. We are kept safe in the care of Jesus. And you and I need to know this. We need to believe it as we head into this series because Jude is going to stretch us and teach us just how spiritual and supernatural our battles here on earth really are. And we are going to need to remember that we are preserved by Jesus. We are kept by him, our shepherd I want to read one more verse for you as we wrap up. It's in the book of John. Let's see. Let me find it. John 10. Sorry, I didn't mark my place on this one. John 10, verse, I think it's 14. Yeah, I've got it right here for us. This is Jesus talking. He says, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. And then verse 15 goes on, it says, Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. You guys get that? Do you catch it? Jesus says, I am the good shepherd, and I lay down my life for my sheep. That is our shepherd the one who preserves us, the one who keeps us safe, the one who lays down his life for us, which leads us out back in Jude verse two. What happens to those who have been called, who are loved by God, the father and kept by Jesus Christ in verse one, verse two goes on to say mercy, peace, And love be yours in abundance. Mercy, peace, and love for us. In what? In abundance. Yes, please. This is written to us. Make no mistake, this letter was not just written for the early church or the early believers. This letter was written for you, and this letter was written to me. It wasn't just meant for others. Don't be thinking that it was for someone else. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I I praise you for being the God who keeps us safe, the God who loves us with an abundance that teaches us how to love, that shows us what love is. Lord, I praise you for being the God who's called us, called us into your family to be your children, called us to do good works, to further your kingdom, planned a hope and a future for us, Lord, that our lives aren't pointless, they're not aimless, There is something specific for each one of us to do. I praise you for being a God that's that creative and complex and big and close and intimate. You are good, Lord. And we are so grateful to be yours. Lord, I thank you for this time in your word. I thank you for what you're going to teach us over these next few weeks in the book of Jude. I thank you for what's ahead. I thank you for each person listening to this message today and in the future, Lord, I pray that you would do a mighty work in each of us through this time in your word, through this study, through this time together. Draw us closer to you. Grow us. Teach us, Lord. Change us. Show us how we can be warriors on mission for Christ, Lord. Make disciples in the name of Jesus. It's in the mighty name of Jesus we pray all these things. And all God's people said amen. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today. You guys know it is always my joy and my privilege to be here with you. I love our time together each week. In the meantime, before we are back together again next week, you know I will be praying for you and yours. Please feel free to post any prayer requests on our weekly Skinny Facebook page. If you are not already a part of the Skinny with Jesus Facebook page. It's super easy to do. Just search the Skinny with Jesus in Facebook and add yourself there. All are welcome. You can post prayer requests there. You can also private message me if that's easier for you, if you have something that you'd like to request prayer for privately. Um, But I would love for that page to become a place uh, of, of dialogue for us where we can all be praying for each other. In the meantime, I am praying for you and yours. I look forward to our time together again next week. Bye now.